Good morning and welcome back to the Longhorn Podcast. I have my food truck dad, Chuck of Victory Dogs, joining me this morning to give you guys a little insight on what it's like being a food trucker. Good morning, Chuck. How are you? I'm doing swell. Great. So today we're going to dive into what it's like to be food truckers. What are the challenges? What are the perks? How does one keep sustainable in an economy that seems like it's tanking and the prices are outrageous right now for for products and things to keep on your cart? Tell us a little bit about Victory Dogs. All right. Well, um, it's um, hard to describe. Um, I'm a hot dog, but I'm not a hot dog. Um, I'm a specialty cart, and I'm a specialty cart by every definition. I, I make 58 hot dogs with 1,500 beyond that. Uh, I have 74 trillion possibles with my current setup. Um, most of those will be garbage, but you never know what's, your, what's hidden in that. Right. Um, yeah, it's a uh, uh, – I put my hot dog, hot dog up against anybody in the country. Anybody uh, in the country. Yeah. I, I look at them. As he says it with confidence, folks. As, as, <laughs> as, as I look at um, what people do, uh, if it's a boiled piece of meat, you've gotten, you don't got anything. I don't care if it's a Chicago dog or a Coney dog or whatever. It's all, it ends up all being about the sauces and what toppings you put on there, the buns you have. You don't care about that when you, when you make a steak, right? Right. The steak is about how you how you cook it. The prepare the meat. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. actually cooking. You know, right. it's, it's not boiling. You don't boil a steak, right? <laughs> right. And yet people are like, oh, you got to have this boiled hot dog from uh, wherever it's, uh, you know, it's uh, Vienna beef or it's a, it's a Nathan's or whatever. It's like, so? What, what does that bring to the, what flavor does that bring to the party? Oh, it has to have the sport peppers and a poppy seed bun for a Chicago dog and the nuclear green relish. So you're spending five bucks for nuclear green relish? That's what you're buying? Huh. You know, and yet people are like, oh, yeah, no, this is just the way it goes. Like, no, no, it's not. You know. And so I, tell me real quick. I'm going to interrupt you. Tell uh, us the difference between a Coney dog, before I forget, and uh, the New York. Because there's okay. – I know you and I have had okay. this discussion so, before. You know, it's, <laughs> it's – I'm almost not – I almost don't remember correctly. Um, so a Coney, traditionally, it's a it's usually a Nathan's or a Sabine, uh, mainly Nathan's because they're from Coney Island. Um, some of them will be rolled like on a roller grill, so that's something they'll they'll burn the outside of them a little bit. Yeah. But they'll mainly to warm them up, not really to burn them like like I do. Um, and uh, they're gonna have like a ketchup and sauerkraut mixed together, you know, okay. or, you know, whereas like a Chicago dog is going to have sports peppers and poppy seed buns. It's usually a Vienna beef sausage. Um, it's, it's, there's a lot of variation in dog. I mean, I think memory serves me correctly. There's 13 regional hot dogs across the United States. Oh, really? Uh, like in Portland or Seattle, sorry, Seattle, the, what they call the Pacific Northwest dog has cream cheese and jalapenos on it, you know, and where California has a Sonora dog, which is a uh, uh, refried beans and pico de gallo, you know, on a bacon wrap dog where they take and they wrap bacon on the outside of the hot dog and then they, then they burn the bacon on there and that's how they warm them up. Um, down, but they are, are they doing that on a griddle like you do? Cause you use yeah. a Blackstone, correct? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I think Blackstones are a way to go, uh, for anybody, for any type of, uh, food truck especially, uh, 
forget the more expensive stuff. Go with the Blackstones. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, they produce much more heat, and if they break, you can replace them easier. Okay. You know, you know you're know, you going to spend two grand, two grand for a uh, nice big-ass griddle. Um, then you can spend 500 bucks for a real nice Blackstone and get the same amount of it and replace it twice and, you know, three times or four times. And, and you're really not out that whole lot. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, and, okay. and, and you're going to get better heat from it. Um, you know, at least that's my, my experience in the last few years. I mean, when I started, I had, I spent a thousand dollars for a griddle, uh, wow. for a little 12 by 24 inch griddle to put on my cart. And that thing on high was not nearly as hot as my cheapest Blackstone at 100. I remember that. 50 bucks. Yeah, I remember uh, that. That thing was, it was hotter, uh, on, on low than the, my griddle wasn't high. And How many so, years have you been in business with Victory Dogs? 10 now? years now. 10 years? I start my 10th year. 10th year in 2022. Yeah, How do yeah. you feel about going into 2022 considering the price inflations on products? What um, are you, where are you sitting at? Because you've had to, like myself, um, increase prices as dairy and everything has gone one up. One of the things I'm really bad at, mm-hmm. um, I have, uh, we raised prices uh, right after COVID hit. And then I haven't raised them since. Okay. And I really have a hard time. It's one of those things. No matter how cool I am, um, I'm still a hot dog, and you can only charge so much. And I do charge more than most people do for a hot dog. Right. Um, but my quality is better, so that makes a difference. Uh, I just want to spin the camera here. Yeah. They're worth every single penny. Yeah. <laughs> so, and it's, it's one of those things, I mean, it's, you know, we're going to have to raise prices again because things have been just so fluctuating, it's been so bad. Sure. Um, it's, it's... Are you having hard times getting your, what you have on oh, your menu? Yeah, yeah. And some, sometimes I just don't carry it. You just don't carry yeah, it? Yeah. It's like uh, right now, pork has gone from buck uh, seventy eight a pound, two thirty a pound, to $4 a pound. Goodness And then gracious. when it goes to $4 a pound, I just don't have it. Right. And then when it goes back down again, it gets to a price where I could think it seems reasonable. Um, I don't have it mapped out exactly how much I have to make off each one. I remember um, a couple of years ago when you had the, there was a shortage and they were talking about pig farmers. Oh yeah. There was a shortage on hot dogs. Can you even imagine? You were so fixated on this well, one no, thing it, and it now was, here we are it was, and it's like, it's the masses. It's, it's affecting it's everyone. bacon. That was, that was, it that was bacon. bacon. Yeah. Cause right. that's the thing is, you know, traditionally, uh, hot dogs from nowadays are mainly made from beef. Right. Unless they're a poor quality dog, there's a chicken pork beef. A chicken pork beef. Okay. Yeah, those are the ones that people. Sorry, it's, it's stupid. Yeah. You're passionate. No, it's okay. It, it's well, okay. It's what you do for a living. No, it's good. don't actually like the thing, so it's that's the that's the, the best part about the whole thing in my mind. What? Um, I don't like hot dogs. I, I know you don't. Yeah, it's actually <laughs> not a humdinger. Yeah, I'm really good at making them, but I don't like them. I, I don't. I don't understand it, and I never have. I know you and I run into each other, and you have worked at uh, the yeah. food pod all day, and yeah. um, along with our good friend Tanner, who owns the food pod, and then also owns. The food tank, which is the commissary that we both share, um, I, I just gotta say, like, I'll see you out, and you are having Chinese or pizza, yeah. and you're like, I don't eat hot dogs, no. and yeah. I just find it like so ironic because you make the best damn hot dog yeah. on the West yeah. Coast. Yes, yeah. yeah, no, and it's it's one of those things that it's it it makes me giggle too. I mean, it, it's well, actually, it's a little bit more than that. I actually kind of find it disturbing. Um, because there's a certain point in time that you're not supposed to be able to think of things, right? There's, you know, I've been 
you know, I got new hot dogs coming. I'm going to come out with a new hot dog this year. Mm -hmm. I actually think it's going to be um, my signature dog. It's actually my my goal for this year is to start to um, petition the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council. Um, for I don't know why, but they're the people who do it too. I want to be my own regional hot dog. I I don't I'm not like anybody else in the country. Mm -hmm. um, That's and, true. And I have no one to compete against. Yeah. If you're not competing against somebody, how you're supposed to how how do you figure out what type of business you are? You, you know? get stuck in a rut. Yeah. I would imagine. Yeah. Right? And the thing is, like, who are you fighting against? Sure. You know, like, currently, who do you fight against? Who's your competition? Um, currently, oh, man, the interviewee becomes the yeah. interviewer. See, that's um, the thing is, uh, yeah, they're have, out of business. They've yeah. sold their coffee bars, mobile coffee bars. I asked yeah. a client yesterday, how did you hear about me? And she said, you're the only one that populated because everybody's out of business. Yeah. And that's the thing is, you have to find someone to fight against, you know? I mean, you don't have to be mean about it, but you just still have to find someone. To iron find sharpening iron, yeah, yeah, so to exactly. speak. Yeah, and if you don't, then, you know, it's like, well, it's like, sorry. My business plan, <laughs> all right, I, I always love this, you know, because I, I used to be next to the college, next to a, a community college, right? The RCC, right. And everybody's like... Um, Chuck's corner. Yeah, right. It's, it, was, it was my corner, but every year I get people from the business classes coming out asking the same standard questions over and over again because, well, there's nowhere else to go and I'm right there. And and you are one hell of a conversationalist. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so you know about a broad, you have a broad yeah. knowledge of, of life and things. A little bit of everything. Yes. Yeah. So. And it was always funny because they're like, always like, um, what's your business plan? I'm like, expand or die. And they always look at me, but like, it can't be, that's, that's not complicated enough. I'm like, why? It was good enough for the Roman Empire. It's good enough for me. Right? And, 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 they, and, they, and they always, they look at you like, and I always pose a question back to them. So you're taking a class on business, all right? Mm -hmm. Where the standard is 95% of businesses uh, fail. All right, so you're going to go ahead and just go ahead and continue to follow the same plan over and over again, right? Hoping to get better results. That's what the definition of insanity is. Absolutely. You know, Einstein said that one. That's right? true. And it's just like, if you look at the people who wrote books or who they write books about, all right, Walmart or so on and so forth, none of them follow the traditional business models. And here you are, you're going to school to learn that, and you're going to follow that expecting to fail when you do. All right, that's not how it's supposed to go, you know, and that's not how you make an uh, impact, you know. How do you um, stay relevant as people, you've got YouTubers, you've got people doing podcasts, how do you stay relevant in content and like, <clears throat> because I want to touch back on the one. Okay. Because the one is really when I thought, man, this guy has got the drive. He's got the knowledge to want to exceed and be almost, you could almost say, like, you could be TikTok famous yeah. for that hot dog. <laughs> well, part, part, part of the thing is, is I am not relevant. Um, okay, you know, I'm dyslexic, so I don't do things well. All right. My social media is horrible because of it. Uh, I have to have my sister do my to, to, just to basically edit what I say mm -hmm. because it doesn't make sense. 
Okay. Don't worry, I can't punctuate a sentence to no. save my life. No, no, no. <laughs> I, can't spell, I, I can't spell certain words. Okay. I have issues with conjoining words. Okay. Um, I just, I, and the word conjoining for that matter. It's just like, uh, I think that's the right word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, I, 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 and I have a real hard time writing because of that. Um, should I be better than I actually am? Yes. Um, when you look at my reviews, so on and so forth, I don't ask for reviews. Right. I'm not that person, hey, see me on Yelp. Because yeah. when I say it, I sound like some creepy old man. All right? And it's just like, <laughs> you know, that's a game for the young. Sure. You know, yeah. and, and it's, I don't have old si- age and treachery. Yeah, I don't, I don't have signs up saying, well, hey, you like us on Yelp or this or that right. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so every one I've gotten is hard-earned. You know, and the bad ones I've gotten, which are few, but I've gotten a couple over the years. Um, that's to be expected in business. usually they're... Okay, you know, I actually remember what, the first four years before I got my first bad review, and uh, and then Yelp congratulated me because no one trusts you if you don't have bad reviews. I'm like, I just got my phone. I don't get bad reviews. You know, I mean, it's <laughs> your like, quality product. Yeah, people. I mean, it's, you know, it's not my fault. Right. I mean, usually, it was you know, people don't like me, but you know, that's beside the point. Um, what people well, don't like you? Oh yeah. Oh my I mean, goodness. I'm, I'm, Those people are idiots. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, it's, it's, it's a joke of uh, I'm larger than life and twice as appealing, you know. And but the thing is, I'm I am I am overbearing. I, it's, I I'm a cook. Yeah, you, know, you are a cook. Yeah, you know it's, everything I learned about the restaurant industry, minus my six months in the restaurant industry, yeah. I have gleaned from you because yeah. I'm going to tell my listeners. Um, first of all, if you haven't visited. Uh, Victory Dogs um, at the Food Pod in Southern Oregon in Medford. Don't wait. Uh, make this your year. But um, the thing I really appreciate yeah, about you is that you are never, um, you never withhold information. Yeah. You help people that are starting out. I remember when I started Longhorn, you were like, okay, you need this and this and this. Guys, listen, this guy came to my house on a Sunday morning when I called him frantic because I didn't realize in my first year's business, you have to put away your hot water generated heater off of your cart. So I have water pouring out of my coffee yeah. bar and Chuck is such an angel, shows yeah. up, I'll fix it. This is what you got to do. And it and it's everything. It's even with Wheat Brothers, my, yeah. my, my pie stand. You even, you gave yeah. me the idea to pie of the month and that's been very profitable. Yeah. Um, I just love that about your heart. Yeah, well, you're willing part, to help people. Part of it, part of the thing for me, <clears throat> this is oh, 20 years ago. I'm working at Quiznos, and we had a copy of the restaurant news, and this guy uh, wrote this op-ed on uh, the restaurant business. The idea being is restaurants should be a place to go after you go to college, not while you're in college. All right, uh, and 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 the Definition definition of a restaurant is to restore life. Right, my job is to give you life to move on to your next thing. Right, mm-hmm. it's my responsibility to give you as good as good as food as possible. Right, and help you along your way. Right, and problem is ninety nine percent of places we go to don't do that anymore. No, they do they not. don't care. Right, <clears throat> it's a lack of training, a lack of pay, a lack of whatever. And this this guy was 20 years ago talking about that's not way that's not the way it's supposed to be, you know you're supposed to be able to enjoy this you're supposed to be able to enjoy that, mm-hmm. 
it's the idea of, um, once again, a, a saying I can never quite get right, although I use it all the time. Um, <laughs> you should eat every meal like it's your last. You should wake up in the morning going, fuck yeah, I get to have eggs. Yes. All right. Mm -hmm. But none of us do that. Right. All right. True. It's it's almost a burden. Yeah. It's like, oh, I got I to gotta eat. No, you really should be getting up and going, this is the greatest thing I'm ever going to have. And I'm going to make it that way. Mm. We don't even put the effort in. Most people don't even salt and pepper their eggs anymore. I know. You know it's just so like, true. Just fuck. You know, <laughs> you know what's, the, what's the, at this point, you know, I mean, hey, you know, take one for the team and just leave, I guess. I don't know. I mean, it, 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 it it's, it's frustrating because it really is. I mean, even someplace like McDonald's. McDonald's, if done properly, McDonald's is quite fine, quite tasty. Problem is they don't do it. They don't train their staff. They don't, uh, their managers don't pay attention. Uh, you know, they don't pay their employees enough to even care to even, you know, have any pride in themselves on what they're doing. So they just throw out product. And because we live with it, they won't change it. All right. You right, know, if true. you're not willing to say, hey, this is shit. Mm -hmm. All right. Can I have some fries that are actually fresh? We've you know, they've conditioned us to just accept the, the dribble. Yeah. And that goes for everybody. True. It, it's like my annoyance with pepperoncinis and banana peppers. All right. It's a big annoyance for me. <laughs> Into the mind we go of Chuck. Yeah. <laughs> the flavor you want is a pepperoncini. All right. Mm -hmm. What they offer you is a banana pepper. All totally right? different because I'm a pepperoncini girl. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. The difference. The difference is, you know, for those who don't know, one's a small Greek pepper and the other one's a, a, a large um, a pepper out of Mexico. They're basically flavored the same and they're basically look the same, but they're not the same. But the flavor you want is the pepperoncini, but banana peppers are cheaper, mm -hmm. right? And they make that well. You know, I'm gonna save a dollar per gallon, right? Which isn't that big of a deal. But when you're someone like Subway who does 50,000 gallons a day, mm -hmm. that's a lot of money to be saving over a franchise. Sure, I right? get that. Mm -hmm. Right? But the problem, that's not what I want. Right. I want the pepperoncini flavor, and you're giving me almost. <laughs> and that's the bigger problem is it's always the almost. This is close enough. This is sort of like that. you know. And this is why your hot dogs are yeah. superb because you do not yeah. cut if, the corner. If I'm making if you don't do it, it's because you yeah. can't do it to the uh, Yeah, if, if I can't if I make a change, it's mm -hmm. usually for a better. Uh, the original hard hot dog I started off with because what was available here was an armors. You know, and everybody's like, oh armor. It was one of the oldest brands it's one of the oldest brands being made. But it has um just you know it's not fancy. But it fried the way I liked it. And the thing for me is I, I'm not, I don't care about the dog. I care about what the dog does when I cook it, mm -hmm. right? You know, I don't care who made who made the dog. It's, I want a certain flavor profile. I want, you know, a certain texture on it and everything else. Then we went to Nathan's um, after I got those available. And then, because um, they weren't here on the West Coast available, or weren't available on the West Coast. And then... Uh, and now they are. Yeah, now they are. But now yeah. we've moved to... Uh, uh, the Hebrew National slash uh, Costco's. Uh, Costco makes them, but they're Hebrew Nationals because Hebrew National used to make them for Costco. And Costco bought the whole entire plant, so oh. they're still, they're still Hebrew Nationals. And the, oh, oh, they are, but I like the Nathan's a little bit better. But since COVID started, I cannot 
guaranteed availability. And right. so that's been like that for a year now. Now the problem is, this is a silly thing too, but uh, they're very similar in taste when they're fried the way I do them. But the the, the Costco ones look better because they're an eight to one instead of a six to one. Um, no, yeah, sorry, yeah, no, sorry. They're an eight inch instead of a six inch. Uh-huh. So they look a little better on the bun because I put so much stuff on my dogs that you almost can't find a dog. Yeah, so, <laughs> I noticed yeah. that the last time we had your yeah. hot dogs. So, week, so, so yeah. it's one of those with the eight inch. You can the dog actually sticks out the beginning, you know, in the mm-hmm. front and back for presentation. Yeah, purpose. presentation. So I'm like, now I'm really seriously thinking about sticking to the to the uh, Costco's for, for long term. Okay. Um, unless I can find an eight inch Nathan's, which I'm sure they make somewhere, but it's just not available on the West Coast. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of one of those. So tell me a little bit about uh, rebuilding the cart because since I've known you. Mm-hmm. Um, my little boy was three years old and Mm -hmm. he did a promo for your hot dog cart, which was the cutest. Um, and then you have grown and you've changed your cart. I want to say twice, maybe twice. Well, we just painted it mainly. Painted it. Yeah. Um, changed out the menu a little bit. Your, your signage changed your, uh, logo. Yeah. Yeah, Part of the, part of the problem, this is, this is where I go back to my difficulty with social media. Um, uh, I don't have the skills to do that stuff, mm-hmm. right? Like say the logo, for example. Um, but I have customers, and I have customers who know things. Absolutely. Right? And yeah. I'm never afraid to ask, "Hey, man, you know how to do this? Can mm-hmm. you help me out a little bit like this?" Sure. And it took two years to get the new logo. Oh, really? All right. Over time, a little bit here, a little bit there. Mm-hmm. I can describe it in my head. I couldn't draw it out. Um. I could just, well, kind of give you, so I, I see it in my head, I guess you could say, and but I can't draw it out or anything like that. So someone will work on it for a little bit and go, hey, I mean, when they had free time, you know, obviously, you know, they're doing it for a hot dog, basically. And, and. Damn and, good hot yeah. dog. <laughs> so I got it, we got it like about 90% of the way there, and then I went to go get uh, um, uh, some t-shirts made for the first time, and, and the guy there was able to finish up what I wanted, which is what we currently use. Okay. Um. But you know, it's like a superpower. It yeah. looks like a Captain America. It's yeah, a yeah. V. So it's, red, white, and blue. So it, it has a little inspiration from 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 uh, from the Captain America shield, but it also, more importantly, goes back to World War II propaganda. That's right. Uh, so tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, that's where that genre genre of uh, Captain America come from is during World War II. Uh, it's, um, <clears throat> it is actually. I think it actually. Tattoo world is actually Americana, uh, referred to as a style. Um, oh, yeah, yes, right. I, I, I can't remember. It's, it's something like that. Um, but that's, you know, I was a World War II buff. I still am a World War II buff. If you could be a fan of World War II, I am definitely one of those. Uh, um, but the saying was victory through air power, all right? Mm-hmm. And I always remember that. So it's a, they would have a V for victory with airplanes flying through it. It would be contrails and be red, white, and blue. Very Americana, patriotic. Yeah, and that's who I am. So, uh, you know, to the core. And so that was the idea of it. And I thought the idea of victory through dog power would be awesome. (laughs) And then, so when we first started, um, we were going to have a simple V, kind of like a Valvoline V, uh, you know, that they would use. Uh And and then we were going to have victory through dog power on the on the outside of it, and then victory (laughs) dogs as well on the outside of it and my little sister couldn't get the letters to bend 
right? Right. Couldn't figure out how to do that in the computer. So she's like, fuck it, we're putting it through the center. So we went and had stickers made. You know, I spent $130 on stickers that, you know, 10 years ago, it was a lot of money. It was a you lot know, of money. I, I literally, I, I didn't have any money to start with, so I was literally, that was a lot of money to sure. to brand myself. Uh-huh. And I we, understand that so we, much we, now. We get, we get them back from the, from the sticker <laughs> manufacturer. <clears throat> and, um, um, okay, phone's off, so. Okay, we're good. Uh, okay. Yep. Good. Uh, just make sure. Yes, sir. Um, so we get them back from the sticker manufacturer, and it says Victory Through Dog Power. All right, that's not my name. That was a slogan. All right. Right, not, yes. Okay. Okay. So my name is Victory Dogs. All right. Ten years I've had that on my van. Ten years I have not replaced it. It was only two years ago that we actually had my name anywhere. Because, because one of the things that where I was at location-wise uh, for my first seven and a half years, I wasn't allowed to have signage. It's a city, city it's a, ordinance. It's a city ordinance. You can't do it. Um, so I didn't have anything. So I had my van, and I parked my van in the right spot. It had Victory Dogs on there. And then um, Victory, Victory Through Dog Power. But no one knows my name. Isn't All that right. interesting? All right. And that's that's part of the thing. Is, that's true, though. People don't say Victory Dogs. Yeah. And I'm like, have you been to Victory Dogs? They're like, what? Yeah. The hot dog guy down at the post yeah. office? Yeah. See, and, and, oh yeah, yeah. See, and, and that's and that's that's the thing is like, I've done everything wrong. Okay. You know, it just, I, 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 you know, you should have a better idea of your marketing. You should have a better idea of your branding. You need signs. You need, hey, we accept a Visa, Mastercard. You know, sign up for the Square, get that stuff done. But even before you start, uh huh, we didn't do any of that. You know, and <laughs> still, have, you know, you know, it's like. I still don't have most of the stuff right, you know. It's well, just, branding is hard. Well, it is, but you know, I mean, I mean, we have to. We've realized that over time that I might be in violation of some sort of copyright law for something as if I get any bigger. Right. So we already have a name picked out for the new one. Okay. Um, but it will be close enough that I won't have to care too much. But um, all the hoops yeah, <laughs> we got to jump through. Like, you know, I don't know. If the government comes after me, I can always uh, uh, open up a new uh, new business under another name or something like that. I don't know. I guess you could. Yeah. Uh, but would it be as profitable? No, probably not. Probably not. I have, I have to rebuild again, which is always fun. Well, actually, you know, actually, it wouldn't matter in the grand scheme of things. Um, it's kind of the weirdness of my cart. Um, trying to explain to people that, uh, well, okay. Sorry, let's try again. Most hot dog carts across the country are known for one thing. They have one hot dog, and that's what they do. Mm-hmm. All right. How many hot dogs do you have? About 2,000. So. How many are on the menu right now today? 58. Uh-huh. So each one of those could be their own hot dog in their own part of the world. Right. right? I can make my living off of just the one. Because I can... I can the make... signature victory dog with the bacon? No. Is that one? No? No, that's, no, that's a standard. That's okay. not my signature of anything. Okay. See, the problem is, people get into this, 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 they can't focus on it, all right? No one hot dog is important. It's the menu that's important. You go, oh, I like this dog. This is a dog. I'm, this is my favorite. This is what everybody should have. 
that's the truth for every hot dog on the menu. And the problem is everybody wants to focus on, well, I'll use this for example, a Chicago dog. Oh, you got to have a Chicago dog with all the works. All right. That's not what I'm known for. I'm known for the, the diversity of my menu. Mm-hmm. All right. My most popular is a pepper jack Philly dog. All right. Roast beef, onions, garlic, mushrooms, jalapenos, pepper jack cheese, hot dog, bacon, mayo, mustard, on top of a, you know, and so on and so forth. That's six-year-old technology. All right. I made that six years ago. Mm-hmm. I can make it. I can have it. I have a dozen ways of taking those same ingredients and making them better, simply by changing cooking styles. All right. I can't explain that to people because they don't get it. Right. All right. So I can do that with every dog on my menu. All right. Okay. There are things that you learn over time. Hey, if I do it this way, it's better if I do it that way, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. That's what you do when you cook things. All right. You sure. learn. You you learn how to make things better. Mm-hmm. All right. To me, it's like you know, like the, the standard bacon dog. That's ten-year-old technology. Yeah, yeah, right? I know. That's but my I- kid loves it because yeah. he's ten. <laughs> that's an, that's an iPhone. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. All well right? put. I'm working on the iPhone 15 in my head. Yeah. All right. All right. And you're gonna say you're gonna get all excited about the iPhone. Mm-hmm. All right, because you just don't know any better. I mean, sure. And it's not your fault. And you just, you don't know what I'm doing for one. Sure. But yeah. also, this is what we're used to. All right. We're used, yeah, yeah, we're used okay. to, well, this is what everyone else Comfort. is. I've been, I've been making this hot dog for 150 years. All right. And if I put my hot dog cart next to your established restaurant that's been there for 150 years, I'll put you out of business. All right. Because people are going to go, well, I'll give it a shot. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, you're no longer in business because I'm better than you are. Right. And, you know, and that's the thing is, I mean, it's, um, oh, sorry, my favorite line. You have weak kung fu. All right. My kung fu stronger. <laughs> all right and you know and that's it because it, it it really is i mean i mean they 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 think that you know they get complacent with what they do and so on and so forth and they don't see it and that's actually one of my biggest fears as i try to expand or grow across the united states i need them not to know about me because the more time they have to prepare for me the more they can uh, counteract me and how many times have you been the best hot dog i know i voted for you so yeah. many times i've been the Best in state for five years. Best in state. Now, now keep in mind that does not mean what you think it means. All right. Regionally. Uh, no. It means that no one uh, actually went out and tried hot dogs. It means they all did it by internet search. Oh, okay. okay. So there is a national, uh, on the food truckers page, uh-huh. uh, best uh, hot dog in the country. And it's all about votes. You're getting people to vote for you and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. I've placed uh, f- uh, fourth, second, and third in the nation. All right. You hear that, folks? Fourth, second, and third in the nation. If if you do it by popularity of vote, Mm -hmm. I beat the crap out of everybody. (laughs) Because these people who are winning the competitions are in cities that have a larger population than our state does. True. Okay. Demographics is now what it's coming down to. Yeah. I mean, literally, I I can't compete against a guy who won in Chandler, Arizona. Chandler, Arizona has three million people in in its surrounding area. All sure. Right. Yeah. We have 2.7 in our state. All right. But no, if we sorry, moved you to Chandler, you do kill that guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If it was hot dog to hot dog next door to each other, I'd be crap out. Right. All right. Because I can look at it and see what he does. And it's probably the only gift I have as a cook. All right. I well, I've been next to you with other food trucks. Um, and as we get ready to wrap this up, I still want to touch on the yeah. one. But I've been next to you with other food trucks. Um, and 
you will look at me and I can read you after all these years so well when I know that you have thoughts in your head that are just like, I'm not eating there. Yeah. Do you see how they prepare that? Oh, heavens yeah. no. Where's the temperature gauge? Like, yeah. have they checked the meat temperature? Yeah. Yeah. And I look at you and I mean to tell you every time that you have done that, yeah. you have been right on because yeah. I have been like, that was the worst thing I've ever had. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like, it's like the, <laughs> you know, the one, I remember one year someone, we were at an event and guy uh, dropped his tongs on the ground. <gasps> Just picked him up, kept on uh, uh, stirring the meat. Oh, I'm just like, oh man, you know. I'm friends with the health department, um, and I will I will go to the to the guy and go, hey, um, you need to really check out these guys. Mm-hmm. You know, give them a little hand. Mm-hmm. You got know, remember our health department here locally. Um, they're not they're here to hurt you or to uh, whatever. All they want to do is make sure you don't kill people. Sure, yeah, right? that's a good and, policy to yeah, have. You know, and it's just like trying to kill somebody. <laughs> Right. So, you know, when you see something, you know, you're like, hey, John, go, go talk to these guys. Because, I mean. And by know, the way, if you guys don't know John, best darn guy yeah. in the you valley. You should have him. I will. I will invite you. I wonder if he could be on a podcast. Yeah, he would. Um, uh, I, I, yeah. I wanted to do videos about how to cook. Okay. Um, uh, about um, cooking pork. Uh, and I asked him if he wanted to do that with me. I don't have the ability to do it, but I, it's still something I want to do. We could just set up a camera right over the commissary yeah. and just you you yeah. show us what, how to like how do you undercook something? No, 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 no. It's, it's, it's more of a um, so you get a food box. What do you do with it? Most people. Oh, most, like a fresh delivery subscription box? No, no. Like you have no money. You went out go to, to the, the food box. You got you got the, you got they got the government cheese. Yeah, I grew up on that. Yeah, so that. Yeah, but what do you do with it? Most people don't have those skills anymore. And what can you do with a potato? Right, my potato. mom used to take the government cheese, yeah. but the potato, yeah. we have a twice baked potato with yeah. cheese yeah. and yeah. sour cream. And but chives. people don't have that skill anymore. Right. Not yeah. a lot of folks know that. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. like, so when you get this stuff, what are you going to do with it? Mm-hmm. You know, sure. How, how, do you, how do you make things a good meal that doesn't cost you a lot? I mean, people try to, I mean, on, the, on TV, they try to talk about it, but in reality... They're not, they're not being realistic for people who don't. Sure. I mean, I have bar- I barely have anything. How can I do this? What am I going to do with this? You know? How am I going to make this top ramen taste like... Uh, Something decent. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's yeah. possible. Oh, yeah. Everything's possible. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, so, and, and that's one of those things that always just, just irks me. Is like, you know, you just don't know because you don't have knowledge. No one's ever taught you. Um, yeah. Guys, this could go on. Literally, yeah. this man yeah. is a... Oh, we're only doing just, three for minutes. Yeah, he's right. great. Uh, so, yeah. We could talk for hours about okay. food trucking, but let's talk about the one right. and what comes on the one and how, why we chose to have it on our YouTube channel. Okay. So, the one is complicated. The one is everything. It's the joke. What does a Buddhist monk... Uh, uh, sorry. What did the Buddhist monk ask the hot dog vendor? What did he ask him? Make me one with everything. Okay. All right. And that's the thing. It literally is everything I have that's edible on the cart. I have roughly 42 toppings, nine different meats, and six or seven bags of chips, plus every shaker and seasoning. If it's edible and on my cart, it goes on it. It ends up being about eight and a half pounds. And that will be also another one of my goals this year is to make that an official challenge dog. I would uh, love I, to see that. I have 10 large dogs starting from a pound up to eight pounds. I want to put a time for prizes 
Uh, some just straight. Uh, obviously, if you can beat the eat the victory dog at six minutes, it's only a pound. Uh-huh. And the best I've seen someone doing it is six minutes thirty five seconds. Wow. So if you can do it in six minutes, it's free. But the one, uh, it's eight pound ish. So probably get it for free and maybe sixty bucks in cash. I right. love that. Um, if you're gonna, but the big one, and this is worth what I'm really trying to do, and this is why it's why I'll tell you why it's important. Um, I want to do the Toll Victory Challenge. What's that? That's all ten of my large hot dogs, twenty six pounds worth, twenty six and a half pounds. Wow! All right, for a five hundred dollar uh, uh, price. And how long do they have the contestants to eat them? That's the problem. I do not know. I don't. I don't know how to figure it out yet. Okay. I really don't. Guys, if you're listening and you have ideas, drop yeah. them in the comments below. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, Joey Chestnut can do a 26 pounds of poutine, which is a different structure, food-wise. Uh-huh. But he can do that in 11 minutes. Yeah, I've watched a lot of Joey's videos on yeah. YouTube. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing is, we live on the West Coast. There are nine competitive eaters within driving distance of us. Each one of them have two and a half, three million followers on YouTube. Wow. All right. If I can get one of them to show up to try it, yes. Even if I lose the five hundred bucks, I'm it's going to be great. Great advertisement. Right. Mm-hmm. Most importantly, if they lose, and we don't have to be a, a name brand one. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it, it doesn't have to be Joey Chestnut. It could be anybody. Uh, if they have any type of following, because they're competitive, just like any sport. If one doesn't fails, then the next one wants to try it. If the next one fails, then so on and so forth. But the biggest create thing, the momentum. But the biggest thing is I want to make the the uh, the uh, the prize progressive sure yeah absolutely right? so that way it builds up every time you know and so it gets bigger and bigger so now it's an issue of okay does so-and-so want to come try it you know right. and, you know and and the thing is and the problem is i have two versions of the total victory challenge i'm not sure if i should do which one i should do it's all the things I, I don't know what to do. I'm going to definitely hashtag and tag yeah. Joey in this yeah. when we launch. So <laughs> the idea is that um, you can do the 10 large hot dogs. All right. So, like I said, But there's also – I could also add the other uh, four sizes of hot dogs I do because the, uh, yeah, I have a small, medium, large um, on my menu for my normal hot dogs. But I also have an extra large Colossus and then – victory size that I don't advertise. All right. But I've had them for years. And hidden. Chuck's secret menu. Yeah. Just well, like every, Starbucks. There's so much, <laughs> so much hidden, right? So I have four more sizes or four more dogs worth. I could add to the 10 dogs. So it could be 14 dogs, you know, but Goodness at, at that point in time, I probably have to start worrying about get make the price to make the price worthy. I probably have to get price insurance. Um, something that, so I don't think I can fork out that much money in, sure. in cash. <laughs> right. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm cool and all that, but I am a poor little hot dog cart, you know, <laughs> I mean. Well, Joey yeah. Chestnut, if you happen yeah. to run across this, we would like to invite you to come and try a victory dog yeah. on behalf of Chuck and I. Yeah. yeah, but it's just one of those, it's just like, but that's kind of one of my, my two goals this year. Great. You know, and it's like, you know. And your iPhone 15 that you're working on. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, but that problem is I'm, working on those all the time i know you are i've never met a man who his mind just doesn't shut off all the time you know and it's it's it just goes back to the irony of me not liking hot dogs as much as i don't like the things i really am good at making them and it's not you know and it's like it just it shouldn't be that way 
It's not supposed to be that well, way. Well, like, for example, I just want to give people some relatability to yeah. you um, before we close out our podcast today. Um, Zach uh, from that does yeah. the metal works that you told yeah. me about that does the welding. Zach yeah. actually helped build Longhorn and Lady Longhorn Boutique. Yeah. Uh, did all of the welding on Chuck's truck, my truck, Tanner's truck, uh, Oobly's Waffles. Anyway, <clears throat> he drives from Fresno, California, yep. people. To come to see Chuck, yep. who is literally eight or nine houses down from my where I live, yeah. and in Southern Oregon, and he went all the way to Portland. And on a way back, he said, "You got to meet me at Chuck's. Yeah. We got to have a hot dog." And we stood out there in the freezing cold for like forty minutes yeah. while we're waiting for you to prepare each dog. Yeah. And that's the dedication of your followers, yeah. right yeah. there. Yeah. No, you know it was cold too. It was a cold bed day, um, but uh, his his favorite's a chili dog. Yep. And you see, that's where it was once where I, I could literally, that's definitely a dog that I could make my own name, my own name on by itself. Would well, take, he also likes the cheese with the, with the syrup or however you make it like maple-y oh, or yeah. however you yeah, do that. There, there's, there's a random thing, but yeah, <laughs> he, he has a sweet tooth. But you know, the chili dog, you know, you take four pieces of uh, sliced cheddar, you throw them on a griddle, you, you melt them all out together in a giant square, you make it crispy. And you put your hot dog and chili on there and some onions. And then you fold the, the cheese around the top of the chili dog. And then you put that on a bun. So basically it's a giant cheese cocoon of crispy cheese around oh my your God, chili it's dog. it's almost lunchtime, Chuck. killing It's absolutely beautiful. You know, and it's just one of those ones It's like every now and then if you don't do it right, you'll screw it up. And the whole thing, you'll, you'll turn the cheese too early, right? And you're like, uh-huh. oh, man, I messed it up. <laughs> I mean, customer doesn't care. Customer doesn't know this stuff. But in your head, you're like... Man, did I mess that up or what? You know, it's like, oh, I should have waited about 10 seconds longer and everything would have been fine. You know, but I've seen you uh, with a line 12 people deep and it's 100 degrees outside. Yeah. And because you do have a lot of events and you've been so helpful, well, yeah. as I've learned, events are difficult, it's yeah. events are hard to prep for. Um, you have given me so much valuable information on how to price, how to stack cups, how yeah. to do things in a production line, which, you yeah. know, at working in the restaurant industry, <clears throat> excuse me, I learned things like that, front of the house, back of the house. Yeah. When you're a restaurant essentially on wheels, all of those factors are still prevalent, yeah. by yeah. the yeah. way, folks. Yeah. Just because we're not a brick and mortar doesn't mean there isn't an operating system yeah. or a yes. we're pulling product, we're facing yeah. product, we're moving things you ha- around, you, you we're have shopping. To remember, you have to remember, this is where restaurants begin. Absolutely. Right. Uh, it wasn't a food truck. It was a food stand. All right. Well, actually, more likely in, in the beginning, it was someone's house. They kind of windows there outside, which basically, you know, basically made it a food stand. Then mm-hmm. they made a dedicated building, so on and so forth. But right. If people think of food trucks as being something new or newer. Yep, up newer and coming. Mm-hmm. It's been consistent. And one of the oldest, oldest, uh, one of the oldest food trucks there is. Is from uh, 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 was baked potatoes. You'd have a potato truck, but potato truck in England, in eighteen whatever. Oh, really? Okay. They wow. would literally s- they would literally serve you steamed potatoes for a penny, and they would wrap it in a piece uh, a piece of uh, uh, newspaper, and you would rock around walk around the city eating a steamed potato. Really? No salt, no pepper, nothing like that. No mayo. Yeah. No, no butter. No, no butter. Nothing. Nothing. A raw them. potato. No, a cooked. Potato. Okay, a cooked, steamed. You said steamed. You're yeah. right. Cooked, <clears throat> My apologies. Cooked plain potato. And, in the 1800s in England. Yeah, and they would wow. sell tons of potatoes a day. Wow. 
Wow. Yeah, for it, a penny. For a penny. Yeah, or whatever. Whatever. It was insignificant. Right. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's how hot dogs became popular. Is you know, in the nineteen 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 whatever, you know, they they had they were selling hot dogs for for a couple pennies as well, you know, and that was the thing was the reason why they started boiling them is because it was the easiest way for them to make them in mass. And people go and they would go buy them from the butcher, go out there, sell them, come back, buy more, and they, they do that three or four times. Um, and that's where you got the FDA from and stuff like that because of the hot dog filler. Mm-hmm. Uh, people have this back thing. You know, back in the turn of the century, they used to put sawdust in there to make the hot dogs uh, stretch farther because they were running, they were selling so quickly that uh, um, they put sawdust in the oh, hot yeah. dogs. Yeah, that's the thing is. So most of you, what? most people nowadays, okay, so hot dogs, one, you never want to know where your food's made or how your food's made. That's, that's, you really don't want to know because it doesn't matter no. what, it, doesn't matter what food it is you're buying, unless you grew it yourself or made it yourself, you really don't want to know where it's from. All right. Honestly, because it's just the way the world is nowadays. You don't. Um, but yeah, so, uh, um, you know, usually hot dogs are made for trimmings of, uh, for when they were making steaks, right? So mm-hmm. they. All the bits and pieces they couldn't sell, they would grind them up and make hamburger and hot dogs. From. <coughs> well, that's where the lips and assholes come from. Right. right? <laughs> yeah. Right. Of course, nowadays, that's not necessarily true. They're still made from trimmings, but they are also made from more prime cuts because they literally can't keep up with demand. There's not enough cows, so they have to take mm-hmm. some of the prime cuts and they use those in the hot dogs as well. So not really as much as it used to. But back in the day, they were running out of um, uh, uh, prime cuts so much, and they didn't want to waste the prime cuts to make hot dogs. So they started putting sawdust in, in, in the hot dogs, and, it, would and, have known. and they were like twenty up to twenty percent of the hot dog was sawdust. Goodness gracious! And that's where the FDA came in and said, "Like, hey, no, can't be doing this." <laughs> right. right. And can't so, be you know, okay. Yeah. So yeah, I'm full of useless information. Oh, so. you're full of great information. Well, folks, that's going to be a wrap on our podcast today. If you have any questions or if you'd like to know the location, you can feel free. Chuck, where are you located at? I'm on the uh, uh, next to the Medford Post Office. Okay. Of, uh, on the cor- corner of 10th and Riverside. 10th and Riverside here in Southern Oregon in yeah. Medford. And what days are you open? Usually in general, Tuesday through Saturday. Okay. Uh, I am getting a little bit older, so 11.30 to 4. Uh, 4, I'm, I pretty much can guarantee at 11.30. Not so much. Um, <laughs> okay. The body doesn't like me as much as it used to, so okay. I, try, I try my best, but I don't do it on purpose. All right. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. And so thank you so much for being a guest on my podcast. Yeah. I love having you. You are such yeah. a valuable piece of our community. Yeah. And join us next time. We have a lot of great food truckers coming up on this season of the Longhorn <laughs> Podcast. Y'all take care, and we'll talk again real soon. Bye. Okay.